This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Meryl Dooley, who's the Chief People Officer at Tabcorp. G'day, Meryl. Hi, Alan. Now, um, you can provide us with a, a perfect case study for a big merger and what do you do in bringing all these disparate people together and <laughs> you can tell us about what happened. So um, uh, the merger between Tabcorp and Tats, uh, obviously Tatsils was a long-standing company, been around a long time. Uh, that actually was implemented December 13th, 2017. It was approved by the Supreme yeah, Court right. on that day. Yes. So tell us about what you had to do from that moment. Well, the story probably actually started nearly 12 or so months prior, interestingly, because, of course, it was a very drawn-out transaction, Alan, and so... Yeah, but you couldn't get into Tats and get no, your hands No, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Then. And so it was a bit of a blessing and, uh, in, in some respects, a challenge because our people were, you know, very obviously on announcements that sort of 12-month period earlier were very excited. Uh, and then there was a lot of work... Um, polishing plans that, of course, were, were built on a bunch of hypotheses. And, Which all and had to, to be point, thrown out, no it, doubt. Yeah, well, and, and fortunately, I, I guess the, the, the one sort of advantage was that we were able to sort of, um, through our partner, in, our integration partner, PwC, were able to get in and do a little bit of work to understand the culture of the organisation, which gave us a good read, at least um, particularly as it related to day one communication, which is, is what it's all about, right? So we were talking to people on essentially almost Christmas Eve, December 22, um, was the day that we uh, that we announced to the organisation uh, formally, and uh, and that meant having senior leaders across all the big you know um, big locations: Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, having our executive team in place, and talking about why the combination was an exciting opportunity for for our people. So so it was uh, it was a difficult time to be um, bringing two organisations together, of course, because you just sort of press the button and it's Christmas time and people are tired and want to take some time out with their families. So, um, but I think, as I said, we had a bit of time in the lead up to do some of the work, so we were able to kind of hit the ground running. So, what did you do? I mean, what was the plan? How did you? What was the sort of steps, the first steps, and then what happened after yeah, that? Yeah, the, the kind of key thing was to get a, a leadership team in place. So, um, and and the merger was really a combination and 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 the best of both. So, the, the appointment of the executive team had to represent the best of both, uh, and so that meant in the lead up to the um, to, to, to day one. Oh, so it wasn't just the Tabcorp. Uh, no. executives who got to run to No, run that's the right. Show. So, we've, so we've, there was we've, a combination of both. Yeah, and we put a lot of structure around the selection not only of the executive team but then the next 70 or 80 or so senior leaders through assessment um, centres, objective kind of um, processes to make sure we, we did get the best of both. And I think... And when did you start that? Was that started in yeah, late December? We started this... Senior, we did the executive team well before that, about three or four months before December so that we could on day one oh, announce so you'd the be, executives. You'd, you'd yeah. been interviewing... Yeah. Because you already knew your executives, right? That's right, and we didn't know theirs exactly. And so there's a level of bias in that, right? Because you've got a, you know data around your own people and make, making sure you're not selecting through that lens. So so how did you go about? So it had to be more than just interviewing them. You had to yeah, get some data on them as well. right? That's right. So we, um, we 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 did interview, but then we ran assessment centres, so behavioural simulations. We ran them through business um, simulations. We ran personality profiling, uh, and got a set of 
data on every single leader, and they, and because it was essentially what there sort were, of data? Um, so insight through their profiles, basically, and how they performed in simulations, how they performed in some psychometric sort so of assessments. Hang on. Yep. So you were running TATS executives through simulations prior to the merger being implemented, were you? The exec, only the executive team. Yeah. So that was the top ten. Oh, the top ten. The, but the not seventy the top, after not that. The 80, that's right. Yeah. And so the, and so we pushed the button on the rest literally straight after Christmas. Right, yeah. I see. And yeah. so, and that, and well, they had to sit through what you call simulations. So, yeah. was that some sort of executive equivalent of sitting in a pilot, uh, <laughs> an aeroplane simulation? And you know, what do yeah. you do when the thing crashes? Sort yeah, of thing? it's cre- It's sort of essentially you build a, a business case study. So that might be about presenting to the board on your new strategy and how you're going to implement, as an example. And so, what that does is it tests a range of things. It tests, you know, an executive um, under pressure. It certainly tests the executive's ability to create that strategy and then communicate it uh, effectively. Uh, and so that that is one element. The other elements that are equally important, though, are very much about personality attributes. And for us, what um, will culturally fit the organisation, because it's well and good to have, you know, all that technical ability, but we also wanted leaders that, that really represented the sort of organisation that we uh, are striving, you know, to be. Right. So, yeah. um, so what did the mix end up being? Tats versus Tatcorp. Yeah, it, it, it ended up, Alan, being about sixty. It was about a third, two thirds. So, a t- two thirds Tabcorp and about a third uh, Tats. Was that was that roughly what you thought it might be? Didn't really know, to be honest. And I think we uh, we, we didn't have necessarily a view going in. I think uh, it sub- it was really subject to wh- where we had duplicate positions. So, of course, there were two heads of HR, for instance. But in some cases, there mightn't have been two of everything. Uh, so it so was, was the fact that it was two-thirds Tabcorp resulting uh, a result of bias, do you think? I, look, I, I hand on heart don't believe so because I think we put enough um, process and, and objectivity around the selection. Um, we made sure that every leader was partnered with um, their assessment lead and also a... So you had the, the hiring manager, um, the assessment lead and then the, um, the, pe- the, the people and culture lead. So there, I think there are enough people in the mix to sort of triangulate that decision as well. Yeah. Yeah, right. And what happened to the people who didn't get the job? They got fired? They they left over after a period of time. Oh, they're yeah. only called to spend more time yeah, with their family? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, it's, it's interesting when you say that because I always find when people say I'm leaving to have spend more time with my family, I think actually work-life balance, it can't be too great for that person. But um, I think, look, well, of course, that through processes like this, you have people that stay and people that leave. And, uh, you know, I think we can be equally proud of the way we helped people leave uh, because the, the company, we do the right thing. And so then there's the troops. What was the process for combining the troops? Was yeah. there? Were, did you end up with too many troops? No. So we're currently sitting at about five thousand people. Um, but by the middle of last year, we had completely integrated the what, what we'd call sort of the corporate centre. Um, in the process, we've actually had probably three thousand people through as a selection and assessment process. So we've adopted the same approach all the way through. Um, so what I mean by that is where there have been you know two of the same roles, we've we've opened those roles up. So we've deliberately taken the view that we're not directly appointing unless, you know, there was only one person um, to appoint. So I, I don't it's understand taken, what you mean by that. Um, what I mean is we've taken the same selection approach. So we've, we've adopted this assessment approach all the way through. So oh, it's did you taken make them sit longer. through simulations or something? Yeah, yeah all, the way, right. all the way down um, so that we just, we had, again, we had an objective lens and we could genuinely say best of both. Yeah, right. Yeah. And were you in charge of this whole process? Was that your? Was I that was, your yeah, yeah, and, and my team, of course. Function? Yeah, yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. Task and so how um, and how are you judged uh, and benchmarked? On success, what does success look? Yeah, the success, success would look, look like, like obviously getting that process complete 
um, as quickly as we could, but equally um, as as thoughtfully as we could. So it's going to take as much time as it's going to take, but of course, go as fast as you can. That would be one um, key success criteria. The other was not to lose great people on the way through. So making sure we're retaining the people we we want and need to retain. Um, And third would be not to disrupt the business and and drop anything, you know. So, so of course, all the way through this, we're we're running um, very large businesses that have to continue to deliver to customers. And so we've been able to do that. So I guess almost 18 months on That's now. That's right, um, yeah. is, it, is it done? Are you finished? Uh, it's, it's funny. We often talk about what, what does done look like? And I think um, what I would say, Alan, is the first first phase of this transformation effort is, is, is done. We're still right smack in the middle of integration. So there's quite a lot of work still going on the people and change front. Certainly all the consolidation of the big, um, you know, the, of the, of the, the corporate centres and, 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 the, and the big change we're through. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but but it's fair to say Tattersalls doesn't exist anymore, right? Tattersalls is now part of Tabcorp. That's yep. right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's fully integrated. That's right. That has yes. that has yeah. happened. Yeah. And what about you personally? You um you've been at Tabcorp twenty two years. 29. 29 years? Yes, I know. That's not what your LinkedIn says. <laughs> oh, I, there you go. I must Maybe I put my LinkedIn profile in 22 years ago. No, I started in uh, 1990. I was... Uh, um, and you started as uh, I started at Tabaret Rialto, actually, when the first gaming venue in Victoria opened. Doing what? Uh, as a cashier and attendant. Right. Yeah, I was an out-of-work teacher and um, I'd always been around hospitality. It was a really exciting industry back then. Um, and I applied to the then Vic... TAB and was successful. So started as a, a casual attendant to buy my first wedding dress, Alan. Oh, is that so? That's right. Yeah. And uh, did that work out? It it did. I got the dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and presumably got married. Uh, I did. Um, uh, and then uh, the, uh, you did an MBA and went to London Business School. Now, yeah. I presume Tabcorp put you through those. Yeah, they? that's right. I've been really, um, I shouldn't say fortunate because I've actually um, obviously contributed to the organisation all the way through. But um, the way I think I have been fortunate is I've been able to have a really diverse career in, in one organisation, which is a bit rare these days. But I think it reflects the fact that the organisation has just continued to change, whether that's been through acquisitions, mergers, demergers. Uh, I joined HR in 2007. And so um, that's been obviously the latter part of my career. Did you go into HR because that's what you, you thought you'd like to be in human resources? No, it's funny. I had an MD at the time who uh, we, there was a vacancy for a, uh, for, a, for a lead in HR and I guess my sort of background had been sales, communications, training and development, so there was some sort of fit there. But I, I've always had the view that, um, you know, we're, we're always open to, to learning and, and I've always been sort of curious and uh, when an opportunity presents itself, I sort of throw myself in and that's what I did. Well, congratulations on what you've achieved. It's great. Thanks. I've been talking to Meryl Dooley, who's the Chief People Officer at Tabcorp.